Hey, what's going on sports rehab experts? Today we're gonna to be talking about the three best ankle mobility exercises that you can do to loosen up that ankle, help out with your squats, improve Achilles flexibility, and a lot of other factors just for overall health and well-being of your foot and ankle complex. So these three exercises, I'm gonna throw in a bonus fourth for you too, but um, the first two that we're gonna we're gonna hit at are um, more or less low-level activities, and that's the number one problem that I see most individuals performing their ankle mobility exercises is they tend to always perform low-level under minimal load ankle range of motion stretches, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm going to show a couple of my favorite variations here uh, above in the video, but um, realize that there's very minimal load applied to the actual Achilles and to the ankle complex in both of these stretches um, or both of these range of motion activities. If we want to try to derive true tissue adaptation, we need to start loading the ankle complex a little bit more. Which is why if you're constantly doing 10 different ankle mobility exercises and half kneeling or banded ankle mobility distraction exercises and not seeing any progress, then you need to start considering ways that you can start loading the ankle up more to get more true adaptation to occur in the ankle complex. So the second two exercises that I'm showing here are uh, actually entire lower extremity exercises. One is a anterior step down and uh, the other is a forward lunge with the foot elevated. Um, in both of these instances, what we're trying to do is drive the knee over top of the foot, keeping the heel grounded um, and adding load to the, uh, to the equation. And you can see from uh, a standpoint of the amount of load you can apply to the actual ankle stretch and to the Achilles is much greater with the anterior step down. So that would be the gold standard to try to improve ankle range of motion is grab a box that's about six inches and perform a tap down, um, allowing the knee to go over top of the foot, keeping the heel rounded. And that loaded Achilles stretch will be one of the best things you can do to try to start improving ankle range of motion. I've gone up as high as body weight with individuals with these tap downs with a barbell on the back. Um, so you can load these exercises up significantly and it's gonna make your ankle range of motion gains improve dramatically so long as you can tolerate that amount of load um, through the tissue. So don't progress too quickly with it. Make sure you go gradually and the body allows, adapt allows time for adaptation to occur, but Ultimately, this is the gold standard exercise I have found for improving ankle range of motion. Now, if the individual still struggles with depth in their squat, but yet when you do these single leg activities, such as the tap down or the forward lunge, um, and they display a significant amount of ankle range of motion in the forward lunge or the tap down, but are not able to display that in a bilateral movement, such as the squat, then we have to stop thinking so much about how the ankle is influencing the squatting pattern and probably look a little bit more proximally up at the rib cage and up at the pelvis and how much variability someone is able to display in those two regions of the body and how that may be influencing someone's ability to change levels, increase depth, drop the pelvis straight down so that they can keep a vertical torso with their knees going over top of their foot. A lot of times the pelvis 
and the rib cage may actually be the limiting factor in that equation once ankle range of motion has been established. Again, ankle range of motion is probably the number one cause into why depth may be limited, um, but secondary to that might be some type of pelvis or thorax limitation. Um, now, if you've addressed both and the person still struggles with depth in their squat, then maybe we can chalk that up to some genetic limitations uh, and, and reasons why they may always want to continue wearing some type of heel lift um, when they perform a squat or some type of lifting shoe to give them that heel lift to allow them to achieve a, a squatting position with a vertical torso with their knees over top of their foot as opposed to deadlifting their squat all the time which is something that we see often where individuals will program deadlifts and individuals will program squats, but the two movements actually look very, very similar. So the amount of variability that the individual is achieving uh, is actually minimal, even though they are performing two different exercises, the exercises look very much the same. So the way the tissues and the joints are loaded is actually done in a very similar manner, which it can lead to why um, some breakdown could occur because that volume is increased because the variability of the positions uh, is not as significant as what it should be for a true deadlift and for a true squat. Now with the ankle range of motion, um, some things that you just want to be aware of, you should feel kind of like a, a just a natural comfortable stretch through the Achilles, through the calf, through the front of your foot. You will get some pressure through the front of the ankle complex. That's perfectly fine, that's perfectly normal, but as soon as you stop the activity, it should go away. If you're getting a sharp blockage or a sharp pinching or a sharp pain in your ankle as your knee goes over top of the foot and as your ankle increases the amount of ankle dorsiflexion, that is, that is something that you need to be a little bit more careful of and, you, and perhaps even get that addressed so that you, you do not get that uncomfortable blockage that is restricting your ankle range of motion. But it is normal to feel a little bit of a, a, a stretch through the Achilles, through the calf, and a little bit of pressure through the front of the ankle joint, but that should not increase every single rep that you do, um, and it should be fairly mild overall. If it turns to something sharp, or every rep that you're doing it's getting worse and worse and worse, then it's something to consider that uh, you, there, there's something going on biomechanically that is influencing that, and it's probably something that you need to get checked out. Hey, thanks for watching. Hope you got a lot out of the information in today's video. If you like this type of content, if you could do us a huge favor by liking the channel, subscribing to the channel, and uh, hit that alert button so you get notified when any new videos come out your way. Also, if you're a rehab clinician looking to take your clinical skill knowledge to the next level and seeing how you can better help your patients, visit sportsrehabexpert.com where we got a lot more information that can help you along the way, as well as our certified sports rehab expert course. This is two courses that give you a sports rehab residency or an orthopedic fellowship type education in half the time at a fraction of the cost. So visit sportsrehabexpert.com to check out these two courses. We have the human assessment mastery course and the full body treatment domination course. And finally, maybe you aren't, a rehab clinician watching this video, maybe you're someone just looking to keep an active, healthy, mobile, athletic lifestyle without painkillers and frequent visits to the doctor's office. If you're located in Ann Arbor, Michigan, you're in luck. Just visit annarbor.physio and you can set up your appointment today. If you're not from around the Ann Arbor or the Michigan area, no worries. We do a lot of online video consultation services from people all over the globe as well too. So you can reach us at annarbor.physio 
or at sportsrehabexpert.com, and we'd love to learn more about how we can help you out.